0: Hey everybody, this is Kevin Call, host of the Pitch Podcast. It's January 31st, 2023, and we've had some great announcements today from James Gunn. Four years and six months ago, James Gunn was fired from Marvel. Flash forward to today. He has the third and potentially final Guardians of the Galaxy film that's coming out later this year, but it's his new role. Co-CEO of DC Universe that has all of us talking. He and his co-CEO, Peter Safran, have announced
1: the new iteration of the DC Universe. Hey everybody, I'm James Gunn. I'm the co-CEO of DC Studios. So as many of you know, DC has been disconnected in film and television for a long time. And it's one of you know our jobs, mine and Peter's, is to come in and make sure the DCU is connected in film, television, gaming, and animation. That the characters are consistent, played by the same actors, and it works within one story. And if something is outside of that, like Matt Reeves' Batman or Todd Phillips' Joker or Teen Titans Go, that it is clearly labeled as DC Elseworlds, outside of the mainstream DCU kind Now,
0: the DC Studios bosses, they shared 10 projects. They talked about the exit of Henry Cavill in this announcement. Uh, on, On a great interview with Hollywood Reporter, they addressed the potential future of Ezra Miller, who's currently playing The Flash, but it was the introducing of the slate of big heroes and lesser known characters. So these guys, they've been busy in the last three months since taking over, combining the film and television slate of the properties, including live action, animation, even gaming, They revamped the way that the movie and the TV sides are going to do business. They cut ties with a lot of projects, even creators. Um, They formed a writer's room uh, so that they could have an overall story that would launch this new DC universe. And now we know what this is. We know what this plan is, at least part of it. And it's being called Chapter One, God and Monsters.
1: So, Peter and I, along with a group of very talented writers, have started to map out an 8-10 to year plan of what DC Studios will be in film, television, and gaming. This first chapter is called Gods and Monsters. Now this, what I'm about to tell you, is a part of the first chapter. It's not the entire first chapter.
0: So, to come up with... This overall direction—it's uh, reported by the Hollywood Reporter—that Gunn um, assembled a group of writers, so some great, great creatives, uh, some some that I really love: Drew Goddard, amazing, um, the Flash writer Christina Hodson, Moon Knight head writer Jeremy Slater, Watchmen writer uh, Crystal Henry. But the one that I'm most psyched about, and we talked about him on the Pitch Podcast and the Superman episode, um, our Superman Pitch episodes, Tom Cain. I mean, this guy's one of the biggest DC writers of the past 12 years. I mean, he's one of the key architects of the Batman line, the Supergirl miniseries, what he did with Superman up in the sky. I mean, to be able to lock him down, get him in the writer's room, he's working with Gunn. I, I just... Like this is a big deal this is right re- this is really cool so but i want to talk about gods and monsters for a second because w- it's the title it's w- why did they choose god and monsters as the name of this phase or, or chapter as they're calling it marvel has phases dcu has chapters and i think it's because it encapsulates one of the most central themes of the dc universe that duality between gods and monsters. Um, you have these actual godlike gods in the DC universe, like Zeus and Ares. You have your Superman metahuman type figures, um, that also become godlike figures. Um, however, there is also a raft of classic DC villains who misguidingly attempt to claim godhood for themselves and leading to the crossover with the monsters half of the gods and monsters concept. So this title it poses a question of what does it mean to be a god or a monster, and and the first phase of the DCU, I think, is going to explore that fine balance. It's going to the characters in the DCU will likely probably see themselves as heroes, and many would argue that they're probably closer to monsters. So you got Swamp Thing, which you'll gun talk about in a second. He could defy that monster tag while actual gods may prove to be more monster-like in their nature so it's this ambiguity in, in the definition of gods and monsters in this chapter and it'll be up to the audience us to decide for ourselves what each character truly represents so it just it's a really great concept great title and the gods and monsters title also raises the question about you know, like I said earlier, which characters are gods, which are monsters. There's the divine side of the equation. Uh, Gunn talks about Paradise Lost in the announcement, um, which is going to cover Amazonians and Themiseria, while both Superman and Supergirl appear on Earth, seeming akin to gods in comparison to natives. So you got a lot of these really cool things. I, I just think it's poised to really be this major departure From the previous dc content it it encapsulates this title is just it it's really really neat i think it really is thematic it's very well chosen and i love the question that it's going to pose in the in the minds of the audience and the creatives that will be behind these movies as they as they tell this first chapter of this story um so yeah um, he uh, Gunn also announces uh, the movie Slate, which is Superman Legacy, The Authority, Brave and the Bold, Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow, and Swamp Thing. And there's TV shows, The Creature Commandos, Waller, Lanterns, Paradise Lost, and Booster Gold. So Gunn has already written seven episodes of the animated series Creature Commandos. Viola Davis is coming back. She's going to be in the Waller series. And then, but this is all great. But before we even get to these films, we still have this year's crop of movies. Shazam Fury of Gods coming out March 17th. The Flash coming out June 16th. Blue Beetle coming out August 18th. And Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom, which comes out this Christmas so q we're, we're gonna play this clip from gun where he talks about how these films fit into the um the new dcu
1: Now Peter and I have gotten pretty lucky in terms of the four projects that are coming out over the next year. First we have Shazam Fury of the Gods. Shazam has always been off kind of in his own part of the DCU so he connects very well. That moves directly into The Flash, a fantastic movie that I really love that resets the entire DC Universe. Then to move into Blue Beetle, a fantastic film about a kid who's a marvelous part of the DCU and then into Aquaman. which leads directly into our next few projects, which I'm going to tell you about now. The first project is Creature Commandos. Creature Commandos is an animated series. I've written all the episodes. Something we're going to do that's a little bit different at DC is we're going to have characters move into animation, out of animation, usually having the same actor play their voice as who plays them in live action. The next project up is Waller. This is a story of Amanda Waller, played by Viola Davis. Violet Davis is gonna team up with members of Team Peacemaker, and this is a story that's been created by Crystal Henry, who did Watchmen, and Jeremy Carver, who created the Doom Patrol. It is a fantastic story that's out of this world, and I can't wait for people to see it. Okay, next up is the big one, the true beginning of the DCU. This is called Superman Legacy. This is being written by me. I'm in the middle of it. I'm having a great time doing it and Superman will be released into theaters July 11th, 2025. Okay, the next thing is a big premiere HBO television series called Lanterns. This is a story of a couple of Green Lanterns, Jon Stewart and Hal Jordan, and we have a few other lanterns peppered in there, but this is really a terrestrial-based TV show, which is almost like True Detective with a couple of Green Lanterns who are space cops, watching over precinct Earth. In it, they discover a terrifying mystery that ties into our larger story of the DCU. Next is a big movie called The Authority. The Authority is a passion project of mine. It's based on the Marvelous Wildstorm characters we are now bringing into the DCU and will interact with all of our primary DCU characters. The Authority are a group of superheroes who think the world is broken and they wanna fix it by any means necessary. I think it's a very different look at superheroes. We're doing a television series called Paradise Lost. Paradise Lost is a story of Paradise Island, usually known as Themyscira, which is the birthplace of Wonder Woman. It's almost like Game of Thrones with Westeros, but with all of the inhabitants of Paradise Island. The introduction of the DCU's Batman is The Brave and the Bold. The Brave and the Bold is the story of Batman and his actual son, Damian Wayne. This is based on Grant Morrison's great comic book run. Damian Wayne is my favorite Robin. He's a little assassin who Batman tries to get in line, and so this is the story of the two of them and the beginning of sort of the Bat family in the DCU. Next up is a TV series called Booster Gold. Booster Gold is one of comic's really popular cult heroes. He is a fascinating guy, he's a loser from the future who uses future technology to come back to present day and become a superhero so that people will love him. It is basically the superhero story of imposter syndrome on an HBO Max series. One of my favorite comic book series from last year was Tom King's run on Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow. And so we're gonna turn that into a big science fiction epic film. Now, Superman is a guy who was sent to Earth and raised by loving parents. Whereas Supergirl, in this story, she is a character who was raised on a chunk of Krypton. She watched everybody around her perish in some terrible way. So she's a much more jaded character. And that brings me to Swamp Thing, the last thing we're gonna talk about, a very dark horror story in the origins of the monster who is Swamp Thing. And although it's totally outside of the rest of the DCU, it will still feed into the rest of the stories. Anyway, those are the stories that I can tell you about right now. I've loved the DC characters since I was a child. They're incredibly important to me. I knew that this was a -a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to do something very different. One of the things that's very important for me in all of these movies and TV series is that the director's vision and the vision of the writers and all of the creators is unique and something special. Storytelling is always king. That's all that matters to us. And I wanna be true to those stories. I wanna be true to you guys and really give you something different than you've ever seen before. Anyway, thank you, everybody. I appreciate you watching. I hope this was exciting for you because it's really exciting for me. And I can't wait to start to dive into these stories with you guys on this grand adventure. Thank you so much.
0: So what's perhaps the most interesting piece of this whole announcement, that kind of came out in all these articles that were reported is guns, feelings and thoughts towards the past regime of D.C. And it's really interesting. I, I, there's no audio of this. I'm going to have to read it. As everyone, This quote, As everyone here probably knows, the history of D.C. is pretty messed up. It was effed up. No one was minding the men. They were giving away IP like they were party favors at any creator who smiled at them quote, there is the Arrowverse, there was the DCU, we then split, became the Joss Whedon Justice League, and at one point in the Snyderverse, and at another point there is Superman and Lois, there is the Reevesverse, there's all these different things, said gun. So, you know, and then he said, quote, and even us, we came in and we did Suicide Squad, we did the Peacemaker, and all of a sudden Batmite is a real thing, so it's just, end quote. He's not wrong. I mean, it was a mess. And then on the other side, you've got Marvel over there. You know, it's been going strong 12 years, averaging 720-something million dollars a movie, you know, over 7.1 billion dollars. Uh, you know, even the worst movie of Marvel is arguably better than some of the DC stuff that's been out. So, you know, Gunn, he gets it. And, and I got to give credit to Zaslav, the um, CEO of Warner Brothers, who said, look, we, we got to course correct this. We are sitting on a plethora of intellectual property. We just need the right people to handle this. And Saffron, Gunn, they've come in. They've not been afraid to make hard decisions. And they've really carved something out that I think is going to be really exciting. I'm, I'm excited. I have renewed interest. Uh, I think if you have to ask me what out of all of the new things that he listed that I'm most excited about, it's got to be the Lanterns TV show. I am a huge Green Lantern fan. Love Green Lantern. The fact that you're going to have Hal Jordan, Jon Stewart, you're going to see them on the small screen. They're going to cross over onto the big screen. I just think that that's going to be really, really exciting. I love it. Huge fan. Second thing I'm most excited about, obviously we talked about it on the Pitch Podcast, Superman Superman Legacy it's gonna be very very interesting to see again what is he gonna do with that character? Um, seems like a little bit of the um, Story is gonna be kind of more focused on a on a Superman that's that's already kind of um, You know struggling with his Kryptonian heritage while also trying to make his way in the human world You know, but he's he's gonna have that truth justice in American way according to Gunn which I I love to hear that and like how those values potentially may be old fashioned in in a modern world that we see today and that was something that I felt like Marvel did really good with Captain America it was how they were able to approach this World War II soldier in the modern world and I just think that that is a, a really great way to approach Superman So really exciting, super excited about all the announcements that happened today. Hope you're enjoying our Hollywood hot takes. These are some of my hot takes, This is one of our longest ones. Um, But uh, again, looking forward to our next pitch episode coming up here. We're going to record it February 5th. So it'll be out shortly afterwards. It's going to focus on star Wars. So we're going to deviate a little bit from the DC stuff for a while, jump into star Wars. We have some really cool ideas around, uh, what the next saga of Star Wars could be. And uh, so we're excited about that. Anyway, follow us on Twitter at Fuse Film. Follow us on Instagram at FuseFilm, Facebook, you can find us at Fuse Film as well. And of course, YouTube. Um, and then you can listen to us here on Spotify, uh, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Overcast, iHeart Music. We're everywhere. Um, huge, you know, love the support Thanks for reaching out. Um, Build a community with us. We'd love to learn more about everybody who likes the show. Um, Send us a note. DM us. uh, Whatever you need to do. We're here. And peace out.